I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who, after a breast cancer-style wake-up call, realized I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students, and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable, and impact-driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. I'm coming to you from Bali. That's a story for another time, though, because today I have an incredible guest with me, Nadine from Can Do Content, who is a strategic copywriter for women-led brands. And you guys, my regulars at least, will know I just love anything to do with content creation, copywriting, and I genuinely believe it is our greatest opportunity to activate the voice of our brand and magnetize our ideal peoples towards us. So I'm super excited rather to have Nadine on with me. Nadine, I'd love you to introduce yourself now that I've done probably a half ass attempt at it. Tell us more about you. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much for having me, Yvette. Um, I've been following you online for so long and it's been on my my radar to join you on the podcast. So such an honor. Um, So, yeah, I'm Nadine. I am a Sydney-based strategic copywriter for women-led brands, as you said, Um, but my take on copywriting is um, more long-term and uh, replaces ad hoc bits of copy with um, strategic touch points that help you attract, delight and retain your dream customers. So mapping a customer journey that nurtures them and, um, yeah, keeps them in your orbit long-term. Awesome. And how did you find your way into this work and creating your own business? Yeah, so I, um, like so many of us um, women in business, we we start in the corporate world and work our way up and um, think we're living the dream. Um, so I, I um, come from a marketing background and corporate communications. I worked for one of the truly iconic global car brands for 10 years in um, right. Yeah, corporate comms and PR and traveled the world to motor shows and um, product launches all over Europe and stayed in fancy hotels, you know, wined and dined the automotive journalists and thought it was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, enjoyed oh my it God, a lot. I so relate. Yeah. I know. How good so is it? So relate. But yeah. then, yeah, had, um, you know, my first bubba and things sort of unraveled where I went, I can't really do this anymore with up Mm -hmm. it's all a bit more complex Mm -hmm. yeah the the traveling took it out of me plus um being in corporate comms you're sort of on call 24 7 anyway because journalists think they can get hold of hold of you all the time so um yeah it uh, became rather challenging and then on top of that, after having bump number two, um, I got made redundant as well. So that was a big, a bit of a blow. And, bit um, of a wake-up call. But some yeah. of these things are gifts, aren't they? I think exactly. The biggest, yeah, the biggest what seems like a slap in the face or a challenge turns out to be a gift in on reflection. Exactly. And, you know, back then, especially having a three-month-old, you know, you're, you're emotionally um, vulnerable anyway. So at the I time... Bet. 
it really took it out of me. I'm going, you know, is it me? All, all the things were going through my head. So it, it wasn't a great time. But as you said, it it really made me think. And that probably, um, when was that? 2013, that was the starting point for me to, to really think about what I want to do with my career, with my skills, and how I can have a bigger impact on, yeah, on people with what I'm great at. And um, went on a bit of a yeah, so soul searching journey, and yeah. Um, it yeah, it took a while to catch on to it. So in the meantime, I got back into the workforce and worked in corporate sales for um, Australia's largest retailer. Again, didn't love it, you know, long hours and lots of pressure. Um, and then fell pregnant with number three, which again, wow. I'm like I really have to, and that's the last one for the record. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, but um, yeah, that was sort of the the moment where I went, you know what, I really have to um, do something with my life um, where I'm in control and, you know, I'm not a number in the corporate system and um, I actually have that flexibility and also that fulfilment that comes with um, earning a living and then looked into content marketing and other ways of, um, you know, running my own business and using that um, flair for writing and marketing and sales and, and packaging it all into my own Very business. Incredible, yeah, in, it's an incredible skill set to bring into entrepreneurship. That's for sure. Uh, it it helps too because you have that uh, that unique angle, you know, from all aspects of pitching stories and you know closing the sales. So it really mm-hmm. gives me that unique perspective on things. Um, yeah, so I started my business in 2017 um, on the side as a side hustle, like many of nice. us. Yeah. Um, again, long hours, but at least I really loved what I was doing and, and worked out that, you know, this is exactly what I want to do. So I started um, working with, um, yeah, women-led brands, worked out that women really is who I want to support um, because they're so driven and, you know, there's that mutual understanding and respect that comes with, um, yeah, working towards your dream, really. Um, yeah. And then I've been full-time in the business since December 2020 and have never mm-hmm. looked back. Woohoo! Yay! So 2020, yeah. So that's like 18 months now. Yeah. Yeah. It feels oh. like a, a lifetime with COVID and I bet. lockdown, homeschooling. And yeah, I think there's quite a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are, are still going through that transition. How did you set yourself up for the move from you know being paid to mm. work? Yeah. to being empowered to attract abundance. Let's put it in a beautiful way. Yeah. Um, thankfully for me, it started quite quickly that, um, you know, I was earning a decent amount of, of money on the side. So I okay. really never had that much of a doubt that it was going to work. Um, I awesome. did need my husband to give me that final push to let go of the safety blanket yeah, because, you yeah. know, that regular paycheck, especially with three kids, is quite yeah. quite comforting. But um, he said, you know what, you're you're clever. You know, you can, worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out and then you just you go and get a job. job. And, exactly. You know, you're clever, you're going to work it out and uh, it's okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. Um, oh, and yes, I'm very grateful that he gave me that, that push and here I am. Yeah. And so what was the um, process in terms of were you working part-time and juggling your side hustle or were you working full-time and working in your side hustle? Uh, yep, working full time and oh, wow. working in the side hustle. And then I went on um, mat leave for a while. So uh, I extended my mat leave. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, it was unpaid, um, but again, held on to that safety blanket. So, but yeah, still had my, you know, my little one, my baby, the other two, they're school age kids. So I only had one to work around, but it was a lot of working during nap time. And, um, you know, when, when little one was at Nana's that one day a week, and then eventually I put him into daycare to get those hours up and, you know, do all the things that come with running your business. Yeah. 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 Well, congratulations. That's an incredibly inspiring story. And we all take our unique paths to to make that shift and I love that you did it in a way that felt really safe to you and I would imagine based on how how you navigated this you do you really value safety and and actually feeling supported through that yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm uh, originally from Germany. You might be able to pick that up. So I have been Australia, in Australia for 20 years, but wow. it's still ingrained in me that safety blanket. Germans tend to stay in their career, you know, pretty much <laughs> the same job the whole life, which is not me, but it yeah. is in me that, you know, you need to have a plan and a plan B and you need to have, you know, funds saved up and, and a plan of attack before you just jump into it. Mm. Yeah. Which is awesome and the opposite of me. <laughs> See, but that's, you know, it that's works what, for you. That's how the world works. Yeah. No, look, I mean, I, you know, it's a it's a values and a personality-driven thing, right? Like I absolutely knew I couldn't continue in corporate but had no clue really how to monetize my skills and didn't get started on that journey. Oh, I guess I did. I started a network marketing uh, business. However that didn't unfold into what I'm doing now and it was a just a massive leap of faith that I did put some money aside that I'd figure it out yeah. and and look I think it's a great testament that it's about the individual and and your values and what works for you that there are lots of ways to mm. create success and you're a beautiful example of a way that felt really good in your body and that enabled you to enjoy the process versus versus feeling uncomfortable to a degree yeah. at least, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally true. And, and that's, again, the beauty of business because it's so flexible around you mm. know, your personality, how you like to work and your strength. And so, yeah, again, yeah. another reason to, to go out there and follow your dreams. Yeah. And tell me, now that you've made that transition, were you can-do content from the beginning? How how has that worked out for you? Yeah, so I was, um, like the business name has always been been the same. Um, Mm -hmm. I was everything to everyone when I first started. (laughs) Like all of us, I did social media, um, I did blog posts, I did pretty much anything people threw at me, but that's what you have to do at the beginning, right? You have to get your clients up, get your experience Mm -hmm. up. And also work out what you really enjoy doing, what your yeah. strengths are, what you're really good at. So, um, yeah, gradually over time I've changed the way I I work with customers and um, obviously the, the type of business that I work with, so um, women-led brands, and um, I've refined my skills as well. So I've really invested in um, personal development in the areas that I'm um, wanted to pursue so um, mm. you know customer uh, consumer psychology I've done wow. programs with other um you know really awesome copywriters and and yes. piggybacked on their on their um ex- expertise really to fast track yeah. my own 
my own mm-hmm. development. Yeah, which is always so important, isn't it? Getting the skills and then the experience. That's why they're here. It's mm. a very delicate line, isn't it, between copying versus taking information and making it your own. It's a whole other topic to dive yeah. into. But I think as coaches, mentors, teachers and leaders, it, if for me at least, I want to put work out there that will be not just um, learnt but also rippled out. And mm. so I, I love that you referenced that and, and shouted out to the fact that you've worked with other copywriters to really elevate your skills. Oh, totally. It's, you know, I can spend months and months trying to work out formulas and, you know, even how to, how to run a business as a copywriter Mm -hmm. and fail miserably, or I can learn from other people's failures and mistakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. So I'm, yeah, happy Uh to invest in expert advice um, rather than work my way through it by myself and struggle. Yeah. So tell us, now that you're all in full time, what does a typical day look like in your business? Yeah, so I um, probably early this year um, have gone through a big restructure in my business where I worked out that, you know, it doesn't doesn't really suit me to work on client projects every day of the week. So I've got Mm -hmm. dedicated days that I work on my business. Um, Every Friday I you know, do my marketing and and pitch podcasts and opportunities that I want to pursue and and actually focus on how I can, um, yeah, even introduce new ways of working with my clients and and adding value to my clients. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're my dedicated client days and Mondays um, are my days for my tiny CEO who's three by now. So we just hang out and chill. So really I work four days a week, four days a week and then one day a week is still... Um, dedicated yeah. to him, which again, you know, in the corporate world would have been a headache to to get mm-hmm. a part-time gig. So again, the beauty of running your business. Oh, yeah. It's all flexible add, too. Yeah, I was about to say that and add to that, you have full flexibility when you're working. Mm, exactly. So I can go to school events when yeah. you know, there's an assembly. It's just so such a good way of working. And and the mm. kids are quite invested too. So they love love mummy oh, working. About uh, yeah, my daughter, she always loves hearing about the clients and testing all the samples that touch down in the Amazing. inbox. So good. Yeah. So so share with us, if you will, what is the kind of copywriting. I know you talked about touch points and customer journey, but is there is there a level of the thing I'm most known for is this? Yeah, so probably my strategic take on on copy. So, um, you know, there's there's two approaches to copy. Um, one is taking basically what your what your client wants you to do and executing that and delivering mm-hmm. it. So I'm mm-hmm. known for questioning a brief and second guessing things and getting to you to really yeah explore whether what you think is the best way to go about it okay. is actually the right, awesome. right way so if you come to me um usually um yeah we end up doing things differently and then taking a step back as well so doing audience research before even writing the copy because often um business owners think they know their audience and they, they've got a rough picture, you know, but they're pretty sure they know the, the audience um, when they've ne- ever, actually never done any research. 
Um, so we often sneak that in before. So um, mm. sending out a survey and then filtering yeah. through that and coming up with the objections, you know, the beliefs that are happening in the background, the transformation that they're looking for, so the needs um, and the wants, the desires. Yep. So we can then yeah. um, really piggyback on the language that they're using as well. So rather than coming Amazing. up with fancy-sounding statements that no one can relate to, um, you know, my take on copy is actually incorporating your audience's language in the messaging that we're using um, and in the flow, even the, the pre-launch content, so warming your audience to your product before you open cart to your, Beautiful. you know, your course or your membership, whatever that might be. So it's all about really marketing and writing copy with empathy rather mm-hmm. than pushing that hard sell. Mm-hmm. I call that creating demand before mm. you actually open the door. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, it is you need to prime your audience to to understand totally. That that's what they need, yeah. and yes, this is the one thing that can help them. Hmm. And do you are you a done for you provider, or do you also teach and mentor others with their copy? Yeah. So um, most of my services at the moment are done for you. Um, okay. where I write you know, the copy, I come up with a strategy, do all the things. Um, I've also got pick my brain sessions. So if you have mm-hmm. a, you know, a niggling problem or you're stuck with a strategy, you've got an idea of how you want to do it, but you just want someone's um, you know, expert advice on your copy or even the strategy around um, mm-hmm. your launch, you can book me for 90 minutes, which Beautiful. Then, you know, we can we can yeah, map it all out for you or tweak copy that you have. Um, and I'm also working on some digital products in the background for, um, yeah, customers who don't have the budget to have me yeah, do it for them. Investing copywriting, yeah. Exactly, because it comes with a with a price tag, obviously. So, um, yeah, I'm currently working on some some options there that can. That's very exciting. Yeah. We, love, we love scaling impact with digital yes. products around here. So good. Yeah, and do you support uh, out of interest? Do you do you support business coaches, product based businesses mainly? Is it a mix? Is it yeah? How, what's the clientele you're supporting? Right yeah, now? it's um it's a decent mix. So I have worked with coaches before um who have launched you know courses, digital products, memberships. I also work with service providers, so um, yeah, on website copy, even mm-hmm. nurture sequences, and oh, then also right. yeah. e-commerce brands who um, yeah want to nail their their messaging and really um, push their point of difference. Love it! I didn't even think of website copy. Of course, that's a huge mm. opportunity. Yeah, because you know your website is your online shop front, really. Like it's mm. one opportunity to make an impact. So. Yeah. yeah, very. And important. do you still do um, social media copywriting? Is that part of? No, no. no. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I do. Fun. Yeah, mostly website um, copy, then um, email sequences, um, mm-hmm. sales pages, um, and the odd blog post for existing customers. You know where we, yeah. we've worked together for years. So that's. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, where you're being kind easy. and generous. And lower yeah. your boundaries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I love that. Oh, it's such an interesting journey as well. I, I I appreciate the letting go of the things that feel less aligned to you over time. And it sounds like social media copy. I'm sure you do enough of that for yourself. Yes. Oh, God, never ending, right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's never ending. <laughs> However, um, it's uh, yeah, you're playing in the deeper end of the pool, shall we yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. And do you usually work with people like over? I guess this is your goal longer term, so you have this strategic direction in their brand voice prior to getting into the specific. Executions. Yeah. yeah, so usually we kick off with um, copy intensives. Um, so mm-hmm. there's two options. People who want um, a whole brand strategy, we can do that together as well. So, you know, the audience profile, brand messaging, um, and then copy um, or, you know, an audience survey to then kick off the copy. And then once we've worked together, I've got um, yours for a day, it's called, day service um, where they keep booking me for, um, you know, seven hours at a time which then is wow. super flexible as well. So they, um, yeah. once I know the brand, it's super economical and, mm. uh, you know, efficient to write copies. So they just have a to-do list and we tick off whatever, you know, that might be, um, you know, email copy for an upcoming launch or um, a new service page on their website. So we keep working together as part of, um, yeah, my day service. Brilliant. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. So let me put you on the spot with some more tricky questions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the biggest mistake you say you see entrepreneurs making with their copy? Writing for themselves rather than their mm. audience. So writing what feels good for them or what they think they should write because they are looking at go to skincare and frank body, you know, all those brands everyone wants to be. Yeah. So yeah, writing selfish rather than, you know, giving and nurturing their audience. That makes sense. Mm. And it, it, kind of the opposite to that, what would you say are one, two, three things that you would suggest to people that are in a place of not yet at the budget where they can afford to outsource copywriting, a little lacking in confidence mm. to take them forward in a way that, you know, will help them have more success? Yeah, so start with getting to know your audience. I know I keep sound like a broken record, but actually take I think the time it's really valid. to get to know your audience because copywriting and writing, you know, with confidence and clarity really comes down to um, listening to your audience more than, mm-hmm. you know, just talking at them. So listen to them and then your audience is actually going to do 80% of the heavy lifting for you because they're going to give you all the insights you need to then piece together into copy that actually works. Um, so I would say that as number one. Then um, stop being stuck in your own head. I know people often over mm-hmm. copy and, yeah. you know, the website's sitting there for three, four months and they keep tweaking and, you know, rewriting and changing. So often um, done is better than perfect. So once mm-hmm. you've got it, you know, that excuse the language shitty first draft you can totally get that out there um and then use you know handy tools and insights that um, are out there to work out what's working what's not working where you might have to tweak things but get it out there and then you can always Mm -hmm. refine um and third yeah um just get it done literally like baby (laughs) steps do it yeah do it because you know, you can look at your customer journey and all the pieces that are needed for a launch and mm-hmm. feel totally overwhelmed or you literally just tackle, you know, one email today, next email tomorrow. So break it down into, yeah. into chunks. Take the time to map it out so you know yeah. what you're creating and where it fits in. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just break it down into chunks and, yeah, it makes you feel fresher 
and you know doesn't doesn't grind you into the ground when you think that oh my god I've got you know 10 emails to write I've got 20 social media posts to write to get this launch content out there just break it down into digestible chunks love it love Mm. it I think that's so valuable in terms of the crushing overwhelm that can come up when there's this disconnect between low self-belief in copy in Mm. particular yeah and 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 the reality of it is such a lifeblood of our business and I consider it to be an income generating revenue stream Mm. like Mm. getting my copy right and my messaging it's you know it's how we connect with people it's how we grow demand it's how we grow appetite and ultimately a lot of the time that leads into conversions so yeah exactly love your work love being connected to you if there's is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we wrap up um just yeah I share tons of advice and and tips on my social media channel so if you want to um give me a follow check it out um you can find me at can do content otherwise um I've got free resources on my website as well that can help you map that customer journey and take the overwhelm out of writing your own copy um and that's at candocontent.com perfect and i will of course be adding those links into the show notes so if you have loved hearing from nadine and you want to learn some more maybe even take a step towards working with her i encourage you to go down to the show notes make sure you follow her over on instagram and uh, enjoy or even enjoy more your copywriting in the future when you <laughs> hopefully outsource it, which Yay. is the dream, right? <laughs> Yay! Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Really loved chatting. I continue to hang out with you over on social media yeah. and we'll, um, we'll keep posted on all the developments in your business. So thanks yeah. again. No, thanks so much for having me, Yvette. Enjoy the rest of your stay in Bali. So jealous. I know. know. (laughs) It's only short. It's only six weeks. (laughs) Only. (laughs) I know. know. And for the listeners, I know you're going to want to know more about where I am in the world. So uh, I think I'm going to do an episode on that shortly. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Nadine. Thanks, Yvette. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And if you appreciate me, why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Yvette Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.